You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. It was another rotten, slow, dreary night behind the bar, and I was still hungover, as usual, and time was crawling by slower than a slug stuck in hot tar. The door swung open, and I grimaced at the thought of putting on the act for some poor schmo looking to drown his own sorrows in this stinking joint. That's when I looked up and saw her. She had a look in her eyes that told me her dirty blonde hair wasn't the dirtiest thing about her. She asked if I made a good Tom Collins, so I rolled my eyes and exhaled deeply before sliding her a shot of warm gin and a dented can of 7-Up. She winked and smiled and said, Never mind, Slick, give me a big shot of that wild turkey you got behind there and tell me a funny story. Pour one for yourself, too. I don't want to drink alone tonight. She brought those smoky gray eyes up and locked them on mine, and I knew I didn't stand a chance. I wasn't sure my liver could take another six-week bender with this crazy dame, but after she worked me over in the beer cooler that night, I said to hell with it. Let's ride this train to the last stop, baby. It was just another in a never-ending series of tales from the bar side. Uh, Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Tales from the Bar Side. I'm your host, Remy, along with my co-hosts. Lauren. And we've got a guest in the studio tonight. Nicole, welcome. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for being on the podcast tonight at such late notice. I texted you this afternoon, and you were like, yeah, I'm down. I'm free. That's cool. It was a very rare, rare situation that I was actually like, okay. Just worked out. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. Most of the time, I take like three reschedules. (laughs) A cancel or two. You just got really lucky. I did you have to send lucky. a list of dates that you're available. I feel like such a lucky boy. Well, so Nicole does her own podcast, yeah. you and your friend Sarah, and yeah. I got introduced to you a couple weeks ago by producing said podcast, mm-hmm. The Homance Chronicles. Yes. yes. So yes. good. I've listened to a handful of episodes, and it is hilarious. I love the name. Oh, it's so good. Homance is probably the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it's like a girl's, a girl's bromance. What are you going to call a girl's bromance? A homance. <laughs> I love it. It's brilliant. It's funny. It's hilarious. You girls are so real on there. And uh, yeah, you. kudos. I'm uh, I'm a fan. So all the barsiders out there, all three of them, I want you guys to like <laughs> check in and listen to Nicole and Sarah's too. It's awesome. Thanks. Yeah, we do live shows too so Good sometimes stuff. we're we're in person yeah uh most of the time we're not but it, the, the live shows are a lot of fun we haven't done a live show yet yeah, we but we're but looking to do that we would so like to. it's on the cards i mean if somebody listening wants to host if us. there's a bar out there that wants us to come do a tales from the bar side at your bar we are more than open to doing that um We'll figure out the logistics later. Just book it. Let's go. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, to, I mean, so you've never been a bartender before. Is that correct? Or a server? You ever work in the service industry? I was a server for one summer okay. when okay. I was 19. Right on. For so you, like three months. So you've got maybe. some experience. All right. You've, you've experienced some things. Enough to know that I would never do it again. Yeah. A lot of things can happen <laughs> <Yeah>. in three months. <laughs> you can experience a lot of stuff in three months. Yes. Yeah, I, I have a pretty good uh, connection to the movie Waiting just from my three months that I spent. Right. You as, met all the characters. So yes. did you work For at like sure. a – I worked at a, a restaurant? Yeah. Okay, a chain. Yeah, yeah I worked right. at Red Corporate. Robin. Ooh. Oh, I also worked at Red Robin for a short period of time, mm-hmm. a very, very short period of it's time. It's just like shenanigans, isn't it, in Waiting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it very really similar. Is. It's very so similar. was there a Monty and like um, – who was the guy who couldn't pee? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <was> funny. <laughs> but yeah, you've got all the characters basically down, you know. Yes. They were definitely, yes. you know. Yes, everybody with... was incestuous, like yeah. sleeping with each oh, other. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. Why else would you work in the industry? <laughs> most of, Yeah, most of the time, uh, even if you weren't a bartender, you were uh, hungover. Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> oh, my God. I or, used to make or, killer tips. I mean, I was only 19, so I don't – I mean, I might not have been hungover every time, but – I don't know, two hours of sleep maybe. Yeah. If right. you had to open, you hadn't gone to bed. Open, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty yep. much. Um, But I I hated it so hard. <laughs> With a passion. Oh, my gosh, yeah. They basically had this Hawaiian shirt day or whatever. Oh, no. All right. It was Yeah, I think it was every Friday or I don't know, one of the days of the week every day. Uh, you were supposed to wear your Hawaiian shirt. And mine, 
I guess was dirty or something. I don't know. I didn't wear it though. And so I went in to work and they were like, go home and put your Hawaiian shirt on. And then I went home and just never went back. <laughs> well played. <laughs> That's that, exactly how you're supposed to do that. Yeah. yeah. Basically, oh, you're going to send me home? home? I'm not yeah, going back. Yeah, fuck you. I'm not going back. <laughs> never again. Yeah. No. And then I was like, no. That's the end of my waiting career. <laughs> <laughs> good for you. Yeah. I'm proud of you. That's, that's I probably <laughs> should have done the yourself. same thing. That's a good thing. <laughs> I should I should have left like after the first place fired me and been like, you know what? I've never been fired from a job before until I right. worked in this industry. And when I got fired the first time, I should have never went back. But I was addicted to the cash. Yeah, and, I think that's wow. kind of what happened to me. And the and the incestuous romances <laughs> you know, that always bubble up. At, I mean, we talk about it things. a lot, but it's like I always worked at nightclubs and like the kind of money and the amount of or the little amount of work that yeah. you do comparatively is it's, just so worth it. I don't think I could ever really where, truly get out. Right. Where else can you go and work for like four or five hours and make four or five hundred dollars? Exactly. Like hundred dollars an hour. Yeah. There's not too many jobs I didn't there experience like that. that type of money. Well, no, yeah, you're not going to Red, Red Robin, Robin no. and stuff like that. It's hard to make that <laughs> no. kind of money. But Did they charge you for food when you worked there? Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they like don't even give you free food. They don't give you like a discount or anything though? Well, it's no, a discount. Sure they yeah. You can but okay. it's still, yeah. they're like, oh, half off. You got to pay. You still got to pay half. Like, fuck you. This this food is worthless and cheap. When I worked at Red Robin, I was just a little baby Lauren. And so yeah. I had, I was just a wait, uh, not a waitress. I was a hostess. Oh, so I didn't yeah. get to do the whole. We like, know what character you were. Yeah, from <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly which one you were. All the people hitting on All me, so that way they can get the best yeah. tables. <laughs> Monty, I served you a bunch of young girls. <laughs> uh, yeah. I but, actually worked in radio for five, six years or so, and still was in the bar scene all the time due to the promotions and marketing and live broadcasts. And I worked for a sports station. So, I mean, we were downtown in the bars from open to close all the time. So it was a a different viewpoint, I guess, because I wasn't an actual server or bartender there. But – the, you can see everything the, going the, on. Yeah, the the crowds, the rowdiness, the people who are just straight up assholes. Like, well, and you've it's, you've yeah. gone to bars to drink as a patron. Oh, yeah, right. obviously. As, yeah, yeah. So, but it is there's definitely a different um, viewpoint from yes. behind the bar or behind the server station than yeah. there is when you're a patron. Also, yeah. definitely. With all the promo people that I had inside of my bars and stuff, I always would, like, talk to them a lot. So they would hear all of the stories of, like, the things that I had to experience, too. And they would, you know, share stories with me about, like, the types of people that come in and how they interact with you. Like, they can be shitty to the people that don't necessarily work there either. Right. Well, and I had to deal with bar management from a business (laughs) perspective, which is a completely different challenge. <laughs> you know, my ex always used to say, she's like, you'd be such a good manager because you're not like those douchebags. Like you, you really connect with people and you'd be good at it. I'm like, I don't want to get sucked into that vortex of hell. Right. I really yeah. don't want to be bar management. I know I'd be good at it. I just, I'd rather just own my own place. You know, like yeah. let's just move right to the top and skip all that middle management bullshit. Like, I, I just... like being a manager. The only thing I don't like about it is just that a lot of people are striving to throw you under the bus yeah. as fast as they can, yes. you know? Yeah, politics, like everyone man. wants to get up there, so politics. Yeah, no. yeah. My biggest struggle was always that they wouldn't come in until four o'clock or whatever time, you know, to close. Or even sometimes the restaurant slash bar wouldn't open till then, and I was working during the day trying yeah. to oh, yeah. schedule everything. Right, and then when I finally would get them. Uh, like on the phone or get responses or whatever, it would be the least amount of details. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Make it as hard as possible for the, the, you. Yes, the most amount of bullshit. <laughs> I want to work every day, but I can't work any day. They're seriously like, like okay. bar and restaurant managers are so overworked and so underpaid. It's insane most of the time. Yeah. And it's there's no wonder that they're scatterbrained all the time. Yeah. Like they've got so much to do and so little time to do it. And they have so many no responsibilities. Life, like 70 hour work weeks for you know 40k a year no yeah. thank you Doesn't i don't know how fun. many times we showed up to do an event and they were like why are you here 
What? Yeah. So, yeah. You're like, we talked about this several times. Yeah, no. Well, well it's like the they, management won't tell, doesn't they tell, they don't tell everyone. Right. Yeah. Right. They don't tell anybody. Yeah. So they weren't there. The staff is like, huh? Yeah. So they know nothing I'm about rolling what's going silverware on. over even, here. I don't even know. with like, I would do like the promotion people from like Hennessy or like right. whatever. They would, Miller Lite, whatever. They would come in and they would come up to my bar and be like, oh, we're here for the promotion. And my boss. MIA. Yep. I have no clue what I'm supposed to pay them, what I'm supposed to give them, how many shots they're supposed to get. They can tell me any number they want to tell me. <laughs> yeah, you know right. what I mean? I right. And I'm just like, I don't fucking know. I'm not so. buying this shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if my boss wants to, that's fine, but he didn't tell me about this. Oh, man. But so the, the point of the matter is you've dipped your toe in mm. the cesspool that is the mm-hmm. service industry mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. ran away screaming mm-hmm. like an intelligent human being. Well played. <laughs> yes. Um, or just very scarred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. They scarred you good. <laughs> they burned you really good that first time. You're like, I'm never going back. Um, but the the topic that I wanted to bring up tonight was um, a buddy of mine reminded me of a really funny story from about 12 years ago. And um, have you guys ever tried absinthe? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I had a friend and we're going to be talking about um, – just bad, poor choices under the influence of alcohol. Absinthe in particular for this story, but like any alcohol will do. Absinthe is – it's got a different kick to it. It definitely gets you fucked up in a different way. Yeah. You know, it's like there's a different kind of buzz to it. Um, but my buddy had gotten this bottle of absinthe from a friend of his who went to Europe. And he had the kind of apartment downtown where it was like everybody would show up and just party. He had a fridge full of beer and a big liquor cabinet. It was a very bachelor patty type of loft downtown Detroit mm-hmm. back when everybody had lofts downtown Detroit. Yeah. And I was over there all the time hanging out with him. And so we're, we get into this this filthy stuff called absinthe. And I liked the taste of it personally. Like I thought it was good and I enjoyed the buzz. But it got on top of me real quick because my buddy, this guy that I hung out with at the time, was the type to like push the limits on how much you could drink all the time. He was always just like <laughs> feeding everybody shots. Let's do another round of shots. You know, he was a big guy and he could handle his liquor. And so he, his whole fun idea was to get everybody as messed up as possible. So I'm basically blackout drunk on absinthe. I remember most of the night, but there, like it got a little hazy and stuff like that. Anyways, um, so I'd been living downtown for several years. I did not have a car. I rode my bike everywhere or just took the people mover or, you know, I just like bopped around downtown. I lived down there. I worked down there. I did all my stuff down there. I didn't have a barber or a hairstylist or anything. Uh, so like my hair was really long and every once in a while I would cut my own hair and I did a pretty good job of it. Like I'd cut my own hair three or four times up to this That's what point. every person says. Like yeah. I did, their own hair. I did really good. It mm-hmm. was like super long and like I'd put it in like these two ponytails on the side and just kind of cut up and mm-hmm. it like it fell down really nice. It looked good. And I was like, ah, I can do this, right? So like, I need, that's what layers are, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Like, yeah. My my hairstylist now would every like, hairstylist have a right fit. now is just oh, cringing. Totally. But it did like I had it looking you know pretty good most of the times. So apparently this night that I did this absinthe, <laughs> I decided that I really needed a haircut that night, and <laughs> bad decision while drunk. I went home probably four o'clock in the morning, and I had to work the next day at a restaurant downtown probably four or five in the afternoon, and I start cutting my hair. And it's not going well. And it's it's looking bad. And I'm like, oh, so I'm like, I'm trying to cut some more. And then, and I don't have the right kind of scissors. I'm using like big paper scissors oh, instead no. of hair cutting scissors. And I cut it like way too close on one side. So it's like a bald patch almost. <laughs> so I call my buddy up and I'm like, dude, dude, please tell me you've got some clippers. He's like, yeah, I'll come down. He worked with me. He's like, I'll come down early. I'll bring you some clippers. We'll fix it up. We'll make it look good. It, it did not make it look good. <laughs> The clippers, the clippers made it 10 times worse. Then I had like five different bald patches on my head. I could not get it straight. Oh, I was still fucked up on the absinthe. Uh, so I'm scrambling. I'm like, I've got to work today. You know, and this is not the type of place where you wear a hat. This is the type of place where you wear like a long apron and a button down yeah. shirt. It's right across from the opera house. Like it's a classy mm-hmm. joint. And I look like. A four-year-old who had his, who like cut his two-year-old sister's hair. You know, I look like the two-year-old. Oh, it was bad. It was so bad. That's you so... probably look like one of the Barbies that I had at one point. In <laughs> yes, time. like Cynthia. That is one hundred percent what I looked like. It was just patchy and too long and too short and just 
all over the place. And I'm like, I really don't look good with a shaved head. Like I don't have the the skull shape right. to do a shaved head. I've, I did it once like way back in the day. And like I used to have a mohawk. If I was smart, what I would have done is just like buzzed it for a mohawk. But again, working at a classy restaurant, coming in with a mohawk, not exactly a cool look. Like it would have been fine for me personally, not so much for the restaurant. So luckily, a couple of blocks away from me, I found this barber. There was a guy who had he'd been in Detroit for like 50 years, old black man. And he and I walked in and I had a hat on and I was like, you know, can you fit me in? I got to I got to go to work in like an hour. And so I take the bandana or hat off my head and he's like, boy, what the hell did you do to yourself? <laughs> And I'm like, ah, absinthe. Man, I was drunk last night and I thought I could do it. He's like, Jesus, don't ever do this again. You don't know what the hell you're doing. He's like, I'm going to try and make it look good. I'll see what I can do. Basically, he gave me like the um, – the Backstreet Boys look, you know, and it was like totally not me at the time. I had long hair right. up until then. I was, you know, it was like it was long, but it was styled and it looked cool. Probably and it was just, just like lined you up a little yeah, bit and well, gave you like a. Yes, it was definitely that like white boy ba- boy bands, <laughs> like 2008 <laughs> haircut. All you needed was bleach tips. It grew out <laughs> eventually. But for a while, like when I came in, everybody was like, oh, nice haircut. <laughs> you know, like he did the best he could. Bless his soul. Oh, that's <sighs> terrible. It I, was dumb. <laughs> the only thing I've ever done, like, I mean, I've made some really terrible decisions when I've been drunk, but I am, like, very proud of my eyebrows. Yeah. And I did one time think that I needed to pluck them when I was very drunk, and they were, like, three inches apart, <laughs> like, started, like, in the middle of my eye. Like, I couldn't fix them for a long time. I had to, like, let them grow out all scraggly. And I, my natural eyebrows, I look like that guy with the juicer. Like, Jack, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? He has, like, the giant yeah. eyebrows. Yeah. Okay, so that's my, like, little don't ever – you'll never see them like that again. But there's when, pictures of me when I was little. <laughs> that's awful. I mean, your haircut, like – it was fine, technically. The eyebrows, you have to look at yourself in the mirror every day so and relive hard. that. <laughs> that is so hard. I mean, not that you didn't I had, like, little half mirror, moons but... over my eye. Well, yeah. so, but, I mean, you can draw your eyebrows in. Like, a lot of girls do that. They <laughs> shave them completely yeah. off and draw them in. It doesn't really work, though, when you've done that much damage. And that's the thing is, like, I've never <laughs> – exactly. It's like you, you could see where my real eyebrows were right. in that. And it was like I should just shave them all off and, yeah but i didn't, but you didn't want I just, to do that I let, no, no I did you did you draw in. in a little bit or did you I just attempted like, to but you could <laughs> right. tell and actually the only way i could get it to work because my natural color of my like eyebrows is very dark yeah and my my color of my hair is like dirty blonde naturally so my eyebrows have always been darker than like my darkest feature yeah and i had to use like black to make to it to make it blend in, <laughs> right. and it was so bad. I like looked like I could. I don't know. I needed like one of those button down like a cholo. Cho- like, <laughs> I needed a fucking low rider. <laughs> You're looking good, mommy. <laughs> I know. I was just like, oh my god, I'm be bouncing around on a low rider and lining my lips in black before we know it. <laughs> <Nice>. So, <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah, red with like the black outline. Yeah. That's such a good look. <laughs> the wet look, like your hair, like yeah, slick back. Exactly, yeah. like the nice ringlets that are like wet the entire time. I love that. Don't get don't get tattoos drunk. Don't try and like alter your appearance update your in beauty any way, shape, or when form. drunk. I think is the the point of this podcast. Like, <laughs> if there's a lesson to be learned, please learn it from us. Nicole, you ever do anything really really dumb to yourself while drunk? You ever hurt yourself real bad? No, actually, I've never really hurt myself real bad sober either. Oh. Um, Ooh, I know. Charmed life. I know. <laughs> I know. Or just, I'm really sturdy, maybe. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's a good word. I like that. I, uh, <laughs> Such a bad way to describe. Right. I know. It's very sturdy. I'm like sturdy. A, everybody's picturing you as a linebacker. I know. Now. Like you have like tree trunk <laughs> legs. Like. Um. No. I mean, the most that happens, I think, when I drink is usually I fall a lot. Okay. Oh no. But I've never actually hurt myself. No broken okay, bones. You're just a little no scrapes wobbly. And, just like little scrapes and bruises, but nothing serious. Right. <laughs> no right. trips to the hospital. No trips to the hospital. Like no fully cracked phone screen. 
you know, just like oh, a little God. tiny Damn. corner. I know. Like, that's the thing. I feel like maybe I'm wrapped in bubble wrap because I do <laughs> fall a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you fall a lot, but you're not actually hurting yourself. Or it's just because I'm only five foot one, so I don't fall that far. Oh, yeah, that helps. <laughs> there you go. Maybe that's I mean, my problem. I'm not real tall, but a little bit. Like I've, right. I have injured myself. I have cut myself to ribbons. I've bled oh, all over, broken just, bones. I yeah. just tore up shoes. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like absolutely. Total front part of the shoe is <laughs> the top part of it's gone, and it's just like the liner part. Shoes can be replaced pretty easily. <laughs> they can be. You're good. They can be. So I don't like. I haven't done anything to myself or gotten hurt. I mean, more of my stupid drunk mistakes are like you know one eye stands <laughs> um or uh like getting sick at like you know like, 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 like yes. yeah yeah um, I think we've all been there. Yeah. Once yeah. or twice. Yeah. I mean, there's there's one time when I was, um, uh, I think in fifth grade where I decided to cut my own bangs if you want a hair story. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that ties, <laughs> that ties right in. nothing to do in. with you drinking. You obviously weren't did they drunk turn out in fifth okay? grade. No. No. They did, Damn. They did no. not turn out okay. No. Well, <laughs> first of all, bangs never turn out good anyways, do they? Has no. anybody ever been like, I'm going to cut, I'm going to do bangs. And then it was like, yeah, that was a great idea. I work with a girl or. I used to work with a girl who had the most beautiful bangs like I've cute. ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah, for some reason she's just like with her face. she's kind of like Zoe Deschanel, where it's just yeah. like you can't imagine her without them. Right. Mm-hmm. But I would never personally do bangs. I don't no. think I have the the face for that. Or the I don't forehead. think I do either. Yeah, I, had, <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, I had bangs for a long time. Uh, I don't. I don't think I didn't have bangs until I was like out of high school. But, yeah, I took scissors to my bangs and, you know, it was like a stair-step situation. Oh, yeah. You never and get it even when you're in fifth straight grade. Straight across, but then yeah. it's like up a little bit more yeah. each time. Yes. It was That's 100%. Hilarious. And so you basically have to wait for that to grow out. Or, or keep going higher and higher and higher until you got like the little tiny little right. one And I bangs. did at one point have little right. baby bangs. Aww. I know. I hate that look. I know it's popular right now, actually. Like, there's a lot of, like, people doing the really tiny bangs. Yeah. Going you on. have to be, have a very specific look to be able I to absolutely that agree do. with that. You do. Yeah. You, sure you got it. You have to be, like, in, in a red, like, little dress and date a guy who, like, plays upright bass in a, in a rockabilly to, band. See, you I'm know envisioning, I mean? like, someone in, like, the goth industrial community. That, too. Like, I was, yeah. I, was I like, always yeah. think, like, the rockabilly girls rock. Right. That, that, I was like, thinking. Short Total look. like vintage. Yeah, right, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, like like pinup girl. Yeah. yeah. Like, again, you're you know you got a guy with like a, a whip up do and he plays upright bass in a right. in a cool band. Whatever. Right. <laughs> but yeah. So um, besides uh, embarrassing myself by falling and getting sick and all those things, I've never actually like hurt myself or done anything. That's to good. Myself. Let's keep it that way. That's, yeah, that's smart. A good thing. I mean, right? Like, I don't think that's bad at all. Right. Yeah, I've almost died drinking before. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I, well, I, my son's mother, my ex-girlfriend, she used to she used to be like, no, no, that's not a good idea. Like all the time whenever I was out drinking with her. She's like, don't do that. Please don't do that. You're going to hurt yourself. You know you're going to. You always hurt yourself. I'm like, no, 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 it's cool. I'm going to climb this statue. Like it's going to be oh, awesome. God. It's going to be so cool. Take a picture of me up here on this statue. She's like, you're going to fall and break your neck, I swear to God. I didn't, but. <laughs> there was one night that Sarah – it was me, Sarah, and her sister, actually, and we were walking home from the bar, and we were out in the middle of the country, like in the middle of nowhere, and we were on like a really, uh, like, you know, high traffic road, but there was no traffic because it was 2 a.m., right. and we were just walking down the middle of the road and then decided to, like, parkour off of things, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but... I still made the choice to be like the photographer, right? Of them being jumping the smart off of one things. in the group. Like I, yeah, I'm not quite sure. I just maybe naturally I'm not that daring, you know. But so that night, um, they did climb on top of uh the subdivision entryway sign thing. Okay, so is it is it like a, an arch? Or... No, it was just like a ha- like a half wall. Okay, oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. It was yeah, like, like it was like a half wall, like brick, like cinder block type half wall situation. And then the letters were three D, like popping out from it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, as it's you... lit up, and there's some yeah. nice shrubbery. Yeah, 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 yeah. There, yeah. Sure. And so they're climbing all over and whatever, and um, they break the A off. <gasps> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and so 
we I, I don't know if we even tried to put the A back on or not. Um, but so there was missing A <laughs> from the sign. And then as we're walking, we're like almost to the house and we're doing parkour and her sister jumps into a bush <laughs> and she comes out and she has scratches everywhere oh, yeah. oh, no. and yeah. leaves in her hair. Oh, that's hair. totally me. Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. can relate. I, I was just the person like pointing and laughing. Right. You know? yeah. Let me take pictures You're of you. You're all for having fun. I'm all you for having fun. You just want to witness the fun and not actually I be don't like... want to get scratched. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're a safe person. You're very safe. I mean, there's plenty of times I probably like drew when I shouldn't have. Sure. Walked home from the bar when I probably sure. shouldn't have. Oh, yeah. I mean. Stumbled home from the bar when I shouldn't Fell have. home from Being the bar. Being too drunk just in public in general. Yeah. yeah. Like, too drunk to be in public. You have well, no business being I in mean, public. I mean, you can no. get a <laughs> drunk and disorderly, public intoxication. You know you can get a, a DUI on a bicycle. Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I learned that the hard way. I was in front of some cops and I almost fell over on my bike and they're like, you should get off your bike. And I'm like, oh, I'm fine. They're like, no, you got to get off your bike because we can give you a DUI on your bicycle. Like, That's seriously. crazy. Yeah. Well. You're I get it though. Rules of the road, right? It makes sense to me. I was like, I, I'm off my bike, <laughs> parked. <laughs> I'm, I'm parked, <laughs> officer. I'm good. <laughs> the point well taken. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for not arresting me on my bicycle. That would be embarrassing to get a DUI on a bicycle. Like that'd be pretty much the worst. That would be the worst because. Now you have to forfeit up however much money. Because I don't know if it would cost you less. If it's the same. If it's the same amount, though. If you're spending... Ten to twenty thousand dollars, and it was because you're on your bicycle. Yeah, that is to take a bunch of classes, yeah. some extra salt in the wound, yeah. exactly, and to take away your license and stuff. Like, I wasn't, it wasn't even, even driving. A motor it didn't even have one of those little engines on it. You know, like, it wasn't. You a get scooter. points on your license yeah, and right? everything. <laughs> like why? Hey, same rules, same road. Deal I with mean, it. I guess buddy. I get it. And you're not really supposed to be on the sidewalk, right? You're supposed to be on the street. If yeah, you're riding your bicycle. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I was so drunk I could not stay on my bike. I was I had no business riding my bike. <laughs> That's how I got around. It was great. Yeah. The, oh, you know what? There was one time I did hurt myself. Um, we were in Sarah and I were in Cedar Point in Cedar Point at Cedar Point, and we met these guys who were staying at the hotel we were staying at. Oh, perfect. And we met them though at the bar across the street. Yes. Right. And then decided to go on an adventure to another bar, just trusting that they knew where they were going. But we're like walking through backwoods, like Scary. not normal streets, not doing anything. Anyway, we make it to the bar. Thank you. And at that point, I think we were just so excited that we made it there. Like it was just like, yeah, shots all around, blah, blah, blah. Right. So then when we go to leave, we're walking through a golf course. Okay. Okay. And I like jump on this guy's back like he's going to give me a piggyback ride. Mm-hmm. And the golf course was kind of wet because the sprinklers had went off. And so he completely tumbles oh, no. and drops me. Yeah. And I fall on my head. And I was so drunk, though, like it didn't really hurt. Like I was just rolling around laughing at that <laughs> point. Right. And then I went to work on the following Monday. So... That like we went home on Sunday, then I went to work on Monday, and a woman at work was like, "Oh, what happened to your forehead?" Like I didn't even realize that I <laughs> Never had in for an entire twenty four hours I, that I had a like a giant goose egg <laughs> on my forehead from hitting the ground. Oh my god! I didn't first. even realize like how much it hurt until then. No, and so she was like. What's going like? Why? What's up with your forehead? And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then I like felt my forehead. And I was like, Holy shit! Oh, it's really big. Oh my god. Oh yeah. I fell. Uh, I it all first. came back to you. Yes. No, it's funny because when you're drunk, <laughs> you're all numbed up, and you're also very pliable. You're like Gumby. You know, yeah. like you can get twisted well, and turned and bumped, and it doesn't really hurt. But and the next day we. We were super chilled out and we went to the water park. Yeah. And we're hanging out, like just going around the lazy river and super hungover. I just, I don't know. I guess I just didn't pay attention. You didn't even realize. I didn't even realize. Usually that's when like it starts throbbing though. You feel that goose egg and you're like, you didn't even have a headache. But no, I didn't have the throbbing. I just had the goose egg. (laughs) 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 And I didn't even know until I was in a very professional environment. Of course. 
Oh my gosh. Like, oh, whoops a daisy. Yeah. I w- at the time I worked at Chrysler at corporate headquarters. And so, yeah. There's yeah. too much emphasis on, you know, appearances at places like that, I think, anyways. <laughs> like, yeah, I got a goose egg. I went on a bender this weekend. What's it to you? I know that one time I was at some party when I was like 19 years old when me and my friend Sam were there. And she was like a year behind me. So I think she might have just been 18, right? And then they had whatever kind of liquor, but I remember that they had 151 there. Oh, shot. yeah. So we were like, we'll do shots of 151. Like, I ain't no bitch. And so <laughs> we take these shots and we're fucked up. And she's like, I want to give you a piggyback ride. So I get on her back. And they had like one of those houses where like all the rooms are connected. So you could just run in one big circle. Yeah. And so she was like, <laughs> running with me on her back and she slipped and I went flying forward, but she did too. And she put her front tooth through her lip. Like, yeah. Pierced. Yeah. Pierced it like right through like where her liberate went. Oh my God. It was so terrible. A lot of blood. I felt so bad for her. A lot of blood. Yeah. There was a lot of blood and uh, her lip got gigantic <laughs> oh yeah, yeah it was yeah. Really any bad. kind of uh like face or head wound they just yeah, never just stop never bleeding. Stop bleeding. <laughs> and i was fine like i don't recall having any kind of like yeah you just took a little pumble. yeah i think i like fell on the rug and i got carpet burned but that was like about it so i was gonna say i've definitely gotten carpet burned from <laughs> yeah. like that's that's a that's a major injury of me of mine because i get so drunk that like i can't even stand up and uh, yeah carpet burn on the face carpet burn on on the knees, carpet oh burn. God. Yeah, just really, really bad. Carpet burn's no fun. No, when it you've takes got it on your face or forehead, yeah, you just got like the little scape look. Yeah, going it's like on it's like a, a tiny little abrasion for some reason. It's but just it scabs like so bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's the worst. Mm-hmm. And guys don't wear makeup, so it's not. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to cover it up. Even if you it's did, like, it would right. look like shit covered in makeup. It would just be like this <laughs> weird, bumpy, face? flaky, gross <laughs> blob. <laughs> You got to have a good 151 story. I've got a great one. I was I was in Ypsilanti and my buddy had a had a house there. He shared a house with his brother, and I decided it'd be a good idea to split a fifth of 151 with my other friend, two of us, and we were drinking 151 and Coke, but we drank the whole fifth. Oh my God, too hard. We went too hard That's on it. Too way too hard. I ended up. I needed to go for a walk. It was summertime, and I was walking around, and I wasn't super familiar with. The neighborhoods in Ypsilanti and like some of the – like it's a, it's very close to Depot Town, very close to downtown Ypsilanti. But um, all the neighborhoods look the same. You know, it's like every house looks the same. They're all – they're like cookie cutter. They're all built the same and stuff. Right. And so I'm wandering around these neighborhoods and I cannot find my buddy's house. Can't read the street names. Cannot see the street numbers. Like can't – I was out of my mind drunk. And I'm like I'm stumbling. I'm walking. I ended up passing out on somebody's front lawn for – a good half an hour, 45 minutes, woke myself up and was like, where the fuck am I? Oh my God. I finally found my buddy's house. Uh, like the sun was coming up. They were like, we didn't know what the hell happened to you. We have no idea where you went, where you've been. I was like, I don't know where. You just fell asleep on someone's lawn? Well, I was just wandering the neighborhoods, fell asleep on (laughs) like two people's lawns. Like I took a nap (laughs) and then woke up and then took another nap. I was like, I can't make it anymore. Boom. Fell down. Are you the type of drunk, though, that... Like breaks away from the pack. Yeah, I'm definitely an Irish oh, goodbye no, type of guy. Yeah, I will definitely, no. I will, I will do the Irish goodbye like all the time. If I'm too wasted, I'm like, I'm just going. I'm just out of here. Pull a missing Remy. No, yeah. I hate that. It's the worst. Everybody's so worried about you. They're like, where the fuck did he go? Seriously, it is the worst. <laughs> yeah. I, I have another friend who does that. Oh. He just like goes to the car. Or we'll like just walk home yeah, and well, we're all like, where the fuck And that's the problem. You? If, you're, if you've got car keys, it's it's definitely not cool. Like yeah. don't do it with car keys. But I was so used to living downtown Detroit when I didn't have a car that I would just do it all the time at bars. You know, I was like, ah, I don't want to say goodbye to 20 million people my house is 10 minutes away i'm just gonna walk home right i'm out boom i'm like where the fuck did you go man like people do that to me all the time but outside of the irish goodbye i have friends though who will just kind of break off and do their own thing and then reappear yeah yeah and i'm like what 
What? what? Where did like, you? Like you had an entirely different experience than I had. <laughs> I met some new people. We had two different nights. <laughs> totally. Oh. We started together. We ended together. But you had a totally different experience than I did. Yeah, and it's interesting because I feel like in my twenties, if a girlfriend broke off, you were like really concerned. Yeah, absolutely. You were like, no, we came here together. We're leaving together. Yes. Even if they were the type that would show back up. But in my 30s, I'm like, I don't have the energy. Yeah, like, yeah. If yourself you're an adult. If, yeah, right? like, like if you, okay, we know that that's their thing. Like, <laughs> oh well. She's, she met some dude <laughs> so or whatever. I tell my friends all the time though, like when we go out, I'll be like, I don't care if you break away. I don't care if you want to go home with some guy. Like, I don't give a shit. But you have to tell me before you go because I won't just leave somebody right. and if I don't know where you are I will sit there for five hours and wait for you and try and figure out where you are you're a good friend like, that, well, you're, it's just, yeah, it, the only way I do that is if we are like rode if we together, rode together if we rode together I don't know sure. where if you're we, going yeah, if we didn't I, ride wait, together if we didn't ride together you're not my responsibility no. but if we rode together yeah. like I've had friends do that to me where like they rode out with me and okay, so here's a good example. I went to a charity event with one of my best friends and we were we rode together. She was staying at my house. All of her belongings were at my house, like her keys, everything. They were all at my house. And then I was we she's one of those people that just breaks away. And it's totally okay because we know a lot of the same people, or like we were going somewhere where we know everybody that works there. So it's like whatever. She breaks away, she disappears. I find her at some point and I'm like, hey, I'm going to run two blocks down and get a drink at this one bar. Say hello to my friend. I'll be right back. And she's like, okay, this is the middle of the day. So it's not like in the middle of the night or anything like that. Day drinking. I go away. Yep. I was gone for maybe 10 minutes. I walked all the way back. I'm like, okay, I don't see her anywhere, but she's probably in the pack. Been sitting there for a while. Finally, I'm like starting to get worried. She's not answering my phone calls or anything. And I go outside and I see this car pull up that I don't even recognize, and she gets out of the car. And I was like, did you leave? And she was like, oh, yeah, but I, like, left my phone. It's like, <laughs> okay, oh but here's God. the thing is that you Good were in my car. So I would have been, like, concerned about, like, if this person didn't bring you well, back. And you couldn't get a hold of her. She didn't I couldn't get a hold of her. Exactly. I lost my phone. It's totally cool. You had no way of getting a hold <laughs> yeah, of her. Yeah, I was like, It would have been fine, dude. stupid. Like, like, when, and that's the thing. She left her phone with somebody that didn't even – like, tell me that they had her phone and she was coming back. Like, I was just sitting there. I have no clue where the fuck my friend is. It was is. totally cool. He had tattoos and a switchblade. Like, I was right. fine. <laughs> I mean, it's cool. Whatever. You're an adult. You can do whatever you want. She's 35. Like, go, sure. go live, live your best life, girl. But at least let me know what's going on. Because I was sitting there for, like, two hours. Like, where the fuck is my friend? Yeah, the last um, Irish exit experience I had with a friend was I was in Vegas and it was Halloween. And so I was on Fremont Street, which is like old Vegas, if you will. Oh, yeah. But that's basically where the party is on the street. And I was in Vegas for work. So the, I was partying with coworkers. Right. So when I say friend, I mean, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Very loose term. We're nice to each other at work. I work like friends. you. Like, yeah. You know, they, we were, they were people that were cool enough to hang out with. Sure. You know, and, yeah, you and party like, with later losers, <laughs> right? Um, and there were it got down to about four of us, and I don't know, it must have been like three a.m. or so, and I was I was definitely browning out at that point. Okay, like they had told me the next day that they like saved me from marrying some Canadian guys or something, <laughs> and I guys. don't, I, yeah, you, you yeah, put a on that. yeah. Yeah, there was there was a whole group of Canadian guys. They all guys. wanted to marry you. Yeah, and I well, I was the only single female <laughs> out of the group. Um, but so I don't remember all of the details. But you know when you're kind of browning out, yeah. and then something dramatic happens, and you can snap back, sure. right? All of a sudden, I realized that my coworker friend guy like was just gone. You're like, wait a second. And I was like, left yeah. you. I'm yeah, about he to get married. Me. No, and my friend isn't he here. left me. We were staying at the same hotel. The two other people we were with were not staying at our hotel. So that meant that we were planning on riding back together. Right. And so he just dips. Nice. And all of a sudden, I come too, and I'm like, You're like, whoa, wait, wait a second. Wait, yeah, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. I'm was, missing somebody important here. I was supposed here. to be going exactly. back to the hotel with him, right? And um, so 
we're, we're like running around the, the streets and stuff. And all of a sudden I see him down a side street and he gets in a cab. And oh, he's like leaving, leaving. Yes. Bro. He okay. gets in a cab and I like book it. And I like knock on the <laughs> cab window, and I'm like, "You leaving me, bro? What the fuck you think you're doing?" <laughs> and I work busted. with you. I'm gonna see you again. Tell me his face was priceless, like a little kid with his hand in the cookie jar, like, uh, "Oh shit!" Yeah, or was it just kind of kind of? But the, also, the cab driver was mad at me for knocking so hard on the window oh, fuck because you, you know driver. when you're drunk, you don't know how like yeah, sure, you're, you're like just doing the motions. Yeah. And um, so we end up riding back to the hotel. I think I end up passing out sometime like around 4 a.m. or something. I'm supposed to do the morning shift the oh, next nice. day at our event. Well, presentation. And he was too. <laughs> but he was actually being on camera for television. Oh, brilliant. That morning. Nice. Um, he called me, I think, six times and I didn't hear any of it. Like, called me, texted me, all that stuff. I didn't hear any of it. So I just worked the afternoon that day. <laughs> like, no uh. one said anything. Um, I don't know how he got up and was able to like speak full sentences yeah. on TV. And be on TV. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's funny. Like when you're hammered drunk and you have to be on for something work related, how like you can just kind of flip Turn it a, on. you can flip mm-hmm. a switch in the morning, like just give me a nap and a shower and I can, I, I'll pull something out of my hat. I feel like, okay, I feel like that behind the bar when it's like I, if I drink too much, yeah. I can work. And I won't feel drunk at all. Yeah. And then as soon as I'm done working, all of a sudden it hits me. But it's like I can like you pretend. got an adrenaline rush or something, right? It's like I'm I can like totally be Play a off. fantastic bartender the entire time when I'm like wasted. Well, I used to do it all the time. I would I would I had You're a routine. Probably even more friendly. I'm, I'm the best. I would I would get hammered drunk and like come into work hungover, and I would work like a lunch shift, and then it's all these business people, you know, doing a quick little half an hour lunch, and I'm right. like, hey, how are you guys today? They're like, good. How are you? I'm like, I'm completely hungover. I feel like shit, and they're like, ah, he's hilarious, and I get good tips, you know, because right. it's like I'm still doing my job, but I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be honest with you, yeah, folks. Like, like playing I feel to like the crowd. Right you're now. just being like, I can exactly. You're, at least you're being honest. Yeah, it's like, oh, you poor schmucks with your nine to five job. Here I am living the life. I go out right. drinking every night. Woo, it's great. <laughs> yeah, cirrhosis of the liver. Hooray. <laughs> Woo, love that. <laughs> they're like, they're laughing with me and then going like, what a loser as soon as I walked away. <laughs> Jesus, this guy is something else. No, I did. I, I would get genuine chuckles out. It's all about how you play it off, but... Well, so the the main point of your story is you didn't get married to any of the Canadians. I didn't. You don't know if Jim from accounting got his presentation done or not, but wasn't your problem at that point, right? He did. He did. Well, he got oh, it through. Oh, you know it. he did. Yeah, okay. He nailed yeah, it. Yeah, no, I know he did. Knocked it out of the park. He didn't have a choice. Good job, Jim. <laughs> Vegas, baby. Well, you just showed up for the afternoon <laughs> shift, so well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> seems like they're pretty lax in this company. Uh, no, <laughs> no, no. You just you got away with one. No, they just take I just, you to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, no. I just happened to uh, fly under the radar. Nice. There were, I think, there was enough people working. Somebody covered that your ass. nobody really knew uh, that like, I wasn't. Was she supposed to be here? Oh, she's probably afternoon. Yeah, I didn't yeah. have I didn't have the type of role though where people were checking on me either or like I needed to check in. Perfect. You know what right. I mean? Oh, like great. I I had more of a um floater slash boss lady role where like I'm just overseeing. There you go. Right. So, so when you showed up, you just played it off like I'm supposed to be come here in, now. Come in, do your job, I'm go good. home. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. Stuff. yeah. I didn't get called out, but th- the thing is, though, every time that I did this show in Vegas, there was always a situation every year with people not showing up on time one day well, or not like yeah, it's Vegas. Having, yeah, uh, the year it's too much to do. No, the year prior, my boss was supposed to do an on-air interview and he completely missed it yeah completely oh, missed it totally i mean there's all kinds of shit to get into in vegas all well, and this kinds. show is um the show is called sema and it's always on halloween oh it's um it's like uh, an accessories show for vehicles right oh and it's the second largest convention in vegas it's a party time of year for it's- sure <laughs> 
Like Halloween is a big party. Well, and just just think about how many people are at this convention when it's the second largest show that they host. And people coming back every year, so it's like you got got your hookup. Like, ah, I met you two years ago. Yeah. No, so I mean, no, I I worked for Mopar, which is the accessories brand for um FCA. Yeah. So no, it's not really a lax company. <laughs> no, not at all. No, that's serious. Like there's business to be done. Yeah. 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 Like have a good time, but Right. There was always reel it in yeah, too, folks. No, but there's always a situation with somebody uh, oversleeping or missing sure. something every year. Oh yeah. Every I, year. The one time I went to Vegas, I almost missed my flight home because I was just annihilated drunk the last night. I stayed up all night. And then went to my hotel room and like scrambled and threw my clothes in my bag. And That's packed. how you have and, to do it. Yeah. If you... I was like, oh my God, I got to get in. I, it's going to take 40 minutes to get to the airport and I got to take a cab now. I got to do my checkout. I, like, I was like, what do, have I done? Get super Lost wasted my the money. night before you leave? Uh, well, I was only – so they told me they're like – when you go to Vegas for the first time, you only need three days. Any, yeah, totally. any more than you, that, you're really any, pushing the envelope. Anytime you go, anytime to, Vegas, you go to Vegas, you don't right? need more than three days. Right. Exactly. <laughs> But I can so, imagine that. So the first night, I I happened to know some people out there, and I knew some people who were from here that were going out there at the same time. They're like, "Oh my god, we got to meet up!" And these are like, uh, we go to the best strip clubs. Like we spend tons of money. Like they know us at the hotel. We have comps everywhere. These kind of guys. Yeah. And they're, so the first night, they're like, "Well, you got to meet us at the strip club." I'm like, "All right." So I go to the strip club and get drunk there. I get like blackout drunk. They put me in a cab, get me home. Back to my hotel home, I should say. Anyways, the second night I went to a show because I'm like, I'm in Vegas. I got to go see a show, right? So I went and saw Cirque du Soleil. Amazing. Dude, Cirque du Soleil is, <laughs> it the is. shit. I've it seen really Cirque du Soleil is. like four times. So and I've, freaking cool. I get so anxious the entire time. My, oh, no. my palms are sweaty. Oh, no, I just, no, no, no. I, I mean, it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I've seen it so many times because I love it, but it's like. Some of I those really ones anxious. where it's like the ultimate stripper pole that they're climbing on and yeah. they're so yeah, high. All the way to the top. All the way to, I do. I'm like. <gasps> but it's so damn cool. It I was, is. I forget is. the one that I was. Uh, Mystique, I think it was Mystere. called. Mm-hmm. Mystere. Mystere. Mystere oh, is so the one good. with um, the Tarzan like, guy. And like trapeze. And, and so I was like, when I got to choose the tickets, there was two levels. Like you can either spend this much on tickets or this much on tickets. And I'm like. The difference is not that much. I want to sit up close. So I was like third row and they're flying trapeze like right over me. And they're they're like, they're right there in your face. It was so cool. It was so amazing. So that was the second night and I was kind of chill that night. Didn't really like go crazy on the, on the drink. Went a little harder on the weed, (laughs) you know, Yeah, (laughs) because that made sense for Cirque du Soleil. It was was great. Um, But then the third night, it was just a rager. It was like nightclub. Bottle service, VIP, all these people just like it was, you know, when it's bottle service, you're just like, okay, let's just make our own cocktails. Cool. Drinking and club (laughs) scene and dancing. And then I went back to my hotel and like, let's keep the party going. It's Vegas, baby. Last night here. I did get on the plane, still hammered drunk. My buddy was on the plane with me. I was like, oh, we could switch seats and sit next to each other. He's like, no, nah, dude, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm embarrassing, aren't I? He's like, yes, you are. Uh, I've actually never been to Vegas. Well, you need to go. I know. I really, oh, really, really want to. I'm like, you're to. not missing out on anything. I don't like Vegas. There's a lot of people that don't, but you have to experience it one time in your life. Sure. If you've never been, sure. it's something you should see. I would like it's to go. It's totally cool. We should definitely do a tale from the bar side live from Las Vegas someday. <laughs> that needs to happen. We're going to make that happen. We're I've gonna only... have our listeners pay for it. Right, but right. that's definitely going to happen. Yeah, I've only been to Vegas for personal twice. And I've been I think four times for work. Okay. Four or five times. So you've been for there work. quite a bit. Yeah, I'm pretty over it. But um the the Mystere show yeah. is <laughs> so there's like a Tarzan guy who's in a flesh uh, suit thing with diamonds, right? Like, so it's kind of like see through. I don't know if you're kind of like the Britney Spears, like or that kind of like figure skating. Okay, how they have that like flesh tone to like yep. look kind of like, like it's skin. naked, yeah, mm-hmm. like a skin. Um, and he had diamonds all over, and like a very tiny brief 
on. So it was oh, a comedy show. Speedo. Like there was definitely like a huge element of comedy. There was a guy that was walking around. I'm wondering if I'm. That might not be. That's Mister. probably not Mister. Then I swear to God, it was called that. I don't know. I'll have to look at my. There's usually a little bit of. I'll have to look at my. All of them. It was I mean, I've, really I've funny. Seen them like three like or I remember four times. laughing yes. my ass off. There was a guy who was like walking around the audience mm-hmm. and like. Or maybe I have the sh- the the wrong show. The one that I went to had more of like a romantic. Like I've been to a couple, but the one I'm talking about had more of like a romantic. No, this one thing. was definitely like straight up trying to be funny. It was oh, okay. definitely comedy. Hmm. That might have been the original then. Or maybe they changed it. Um, who knows? Oh yeah, they have a bunch. This of was them. a few years ago, but yeah, there's so Evo many of them. And- yeah, but so anyway, this this guy is supposed to be like the super romantic setting and he's climbing on this like rope wall and he's got diamonds to look like they're on his skin, right? right. And yeah. like little tiny briefs and whatever and this long hair. He's very Tarzanish. And there's a moment where everything gets a little bit um not silent, but there's just like kind of like a lull. Mhm. And I don't know what happened. Sarah did something or I did something, started laughing in my chair because I was laughing. I was like giggling. I was kind of bouncing up and down. My chair was squeaking <laughs> so loud at that one particular point. Like I couldn't keep it together for the rest of the show. Like I was just was like lost it. I couldn't do it. Done. Everyone's looking at you. Yes. Yes. They're turning around and scowling. Y- yes. And so <laughs> it's not important. I can't find it now. I'm not going to look anymore. But oh well, we'll figure it out. We will. I'm sure I have the ticket stub somewhere, right? I don't. I don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm a ticket stub keeper. I, lo- I love keeping ticket stubs from fun. Stuff I like used that, to. But... I keep programs. I yeah. I used to have like a giant bag filled with them, and I lost the bag, so that was dumb. <laughs> but... I used to keep tickets, and then um, yeah, I just don't like holding on to shit. I'm like <laughs> yeah. I, not a hoarder. Well, I had I had this bag, and I was like, I want to be a scrapbooker, but I don't know how to scrapbook, and I just don't do it. You know, don't, even if don't you ever had the stuff to strap sc- scrapbook, scrapbook you probably still won't do it. No, exactly. Because I have all the shit, and I've never done one. But it's still it's it's fun to like. I had a million concert tickets from back when I was a kid. Right, a kid. I call myself a, a kid. kid back then. <laughs> I didn't think of myself as a kid back then, but now I look back and I'm like, you were a kid. <laughs> you were a kid. All those concerts that you went to. Doing dumb stuff, right? Talking about getting too drunk and doing dumb stuff. I went to one of the first Lollapaloozas. Either the second ever Lollapalooza or the third one. I forget which one it was, but oh, it was the, the The Cirque show that I saw with the Tarzan guy was yeah. called Ka. There you go. Oh, yeah. okay. So Mystere is the Mis- original, I think, first one that, yes, has more comedy. In it. Yeah, Mystere. Ka is. has the uh, Tarzan guy with the squeaky chair. It was really, really funny. <laughs> Maybe I was just really high, but it was really funny. I liked it. Um, but no, so I went to one of the first Lollapaloozas, and it was hot. It was like 102 degrees, and it was out at Milan Dragway. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys yep. are familiar mm-hmm. with like that as a concert place. Um, but so I was basically walking around like shirtless, cut off shorts, combat boots all day long. Had a necktie on, <laughs> just because it was funny. Of course, yeah. Um, people were like passing out all day long and having to go to the first aid tent because it was so hot and everybody was dehydrated and I drunk. I remember that from uh, Van's Warp Tour yes. when yeah. it was on top of the Phoenix Center. Oh, I set was, that one up. Oh, they you? used to do that all the time, but I used to do the load well, in, load a, out. I mean, you're on a roof. Yes. Like, it's yeah. Hot. Yeah. Like 105 degrees, just like yeah. they do it at the hottest point of the summer, middle of July, middle of August. Let's have a big concert. With a bunch of sweaty kids. I went to and, a Rammstein concert when it was that oh, hot out, and yeah. that's like fucking terrible yeah. because they're all the pyro. But, but go ahead. Just almost uh, like, you know, <laughs> really, really dumb stuff. Like, you're not hydrating if you're just drinking alcohol all day long. You're like, you're not doing your body any favors. Sure. You're lucky to be alive. I had friends that went to the first day 10. I was, I guess I made it through. I was fine. Charmed life, baby. You were fine? <laughs> fine. All day long. I got to throw uh, Lane Staley my uh, necktie because he was wearing a suit on stage. He was wearing like a summer suit. Came out. Allison Chains was playing. And a I summer had this, suit? Is and it made I, of mesh? <clears throat> well, no. It was just like a lightweight summer. Linen. Yeah. It's like a linen, linen suit. Super breezy. It was breezy. He looked so cool, but he didn't have a tie on. So I was wearing a tie and no shirt. I was crowd surfing. I took it off, threw it up to him. Lane Staley put the tie on. What a nice guy. Cool little rock star thing there. Well, he's yeah. dead now. So, well. you know. <laughs> if anybody was at that Lollapalooza show <laughs> and saw Lane Staley put that on, 
That took a turn. Good times. Uh, I mean, <laughs> dark. Holy shit. Don't do heroin, kids. Yeah, no don't, good for don't you. Don't do heroin. It's bad stuff. Like, it's at all. Bad news, man. Like, it's not going to make you a better songwriter. No. Yeah. Maybe a worse songwriter. Right? Or maybe it will, but then you'll eventually die from it. <laughs> oh, God. God, Remy. What am I doing? I'm so, <laughs> so sorry. Like, oh, I don't think God. that I've ever been drunk, like actually drunk at a show. I feel like the drinks cost too, too much money. Too expensive to yeah, be drunk at a show. It oh. costs too much money. and Pre-gaming. The, but pre-gaming, I don't but, know. I don't do it hard enough, I guess. That's the thing. Like prior to going in. I've, but I also feel like... I've spent good money on this ticket, and I want to enjoy the show. That's smart. Right. Well played. You know, even but there's times when I've definitely tried to get drunk at a show, and it just doesn't work because there's too many people, and yep. I'm I'm usually on sensory overload. Yeah, yeah. And like I'm getting crushed by like, people. Yeah, there's too many I gotta, blockages. I got to wait drunkness. ten minutes right. to get to the bar, anyways. <laughs> and like, then wait you know, yeah. at the bar. And so it's like, what do you want? Too late. Sorry, I'm moving on. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like all of my attempts at actually trying to get drunk at a show have never worked out. I've definitely been way too drunk at a show. I've been kicked out of shows before. I sound like an alcoholic, don't I? <laughs> this is bad. I mean, <laughs> I need to reevaluate my life. Well, I, not you right asked now. For these stories, right? <laughs> but that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I did. I've been, I've been kicked out of shows. I've been kicked out. I haven't of better been kicked out of a show. This. No, I don't think I've been. I don't I think that I personally have been kicked out of anywhere. I've been kicked out of people, yeah. out of places because of the people I was with, though. Oh, well, I uh, like. I guess we're all leaving now. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Remy. Yeah. <laughs> Way to ruin it for the rest <laughs> of us, you dick. <laughs> yeah, I. Um, I think I was like 20 maybe and I saw Eminem at Comerica. Oh yeah. Was and it the was it the anger management tour? I don't remember the name of the tour, but cuz I, I think that I was 50 also Cent was there. there. 50 Cent, yep, okay, yep. I um, was there too. I was there too. I was on the floor. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I was on the floor and these girls that were in front of us they were definitely on some type of drugs. I'm not sure what kind, but they couldn't keep it together, right? And they're, like, falling all over, and they kept <laughs> falling on me. And I was with a friend who has a pretty hot temper. So we got into a fight. Yeah. And I'm not a fighter. Oh, no. You know? So yeah. I'm more of, like, hey, like trying to, like, chill out. Like, yeah. trying to, like, keep, like, people apart more than I am actually fighting. I do remember, like, throwing one or two punches and getting hit once. Like oh. on the side because, of the head. Well, once it comes down to it, you you can play peacemaker for so long, right. and then you just gotta be like, "Bitch, fucking hit me!" Like, no, right. I'm gonna right. Gotcha. So the girls <clears throat> that were on whatever got kicked out because everybody that was around us was like almost happy that we did that, something yeah. about it. Like finally, so they were like telling security, like it was they them. Were fine. They started Those it. Those people are the yeah, yeah, yeah. Of shit. Yeah. But then after that, I was I. We ended up leaving anyway. Yeah, like, like you're just kind of like, Mur. yeah, I'm over it now. You've ruined the yep. whole night, Mur, Mur. and my head is kind of throbbing. You yeah, know? I got punched inside the head. Hurts, right? Like I don't know. Yeah, and it was I was too young to purchase alcohol at that show to try to numb it. <laughs> <laughs> right, it was like all of G. Can't even go there. get a beer to like hold a cold beer against my throbbing skull. <laughs> but yeah, so we tried to stay for a little bit longer, and then we were just like, never mind. Yeah. Before we Eminem saw, even we went saw out. most okay. of the show, cool. though. We saw most of the show. Well, that's well, good. It was a good show. I was there too. Yeah, so. <laughs> we and for part of it, like after all that happened and just like chill out, um, we went up, like up a level basically, and we're walking around um, because there weren't a lot of people there. Just mm. get like some get some air, get well, some yeah, air, yeah. And not like because I, I mean seats. immediately everybody went back. To being on top of each other on the floor, sure. right? And I was like, I can't like. Well, that's the thing is, like, I actually had seats, so we were like way far away. And then as soon as they like turned all the lights down, because it was like all of G Unit did their thing, mm-hmm. and like Lil John was there with his wobbling yeah. head and shit. And then as soon as the lights went down, all of us just like rushed, yeah, the, the field. We just like jumped our seats and we rushed the field because right. there weren't that many people. Like there was so much space down in the floor that we yeah. were like, "This is ridiculous." Yeah, we're I've so been far at away. concerts like that. Yeah, so we yep. just all rushed and nobody. They did can't anything. stop all they of you. Stop. Yeah, we were all like, right. "Let's no, just once, go." Once like a hundred people go over the, yep, the they're thing. like, "Whatever." Yeah. Yep. So, so yeah, it started out where I was like. 
there's plenty of room. Like I was trying to convince my friend to just like, there's plenty of room. Let's go somewhere else. But yeah. she was such a hothead that, you know, <laughs> like, like, she, like she almost thrilled. We paid for these um, tickets. The, I'm staying here to watch them. Right. Right. Them. And I'm like, what? I like, just, we'll just move yeah, over fuck there. These bitches. Go I know. Over. I, I don't understand. Ohio. You're trying to like make sense of all the, the thing. like non-logic <laughs> happening. <laughs> I just, like, I know, yeah, it escalated quickly. Back in my, back in my day when I was a kid, when I used to go to a lot of concerts, it was all open open in the middle. It was right. like the concerts I went to because I was always into like hardcore and metal and stuff like that. And, you know, Rage Against the Machine and Helmet and all these the hardcore bands. It's to make room for the for the It was raging. like a mosh pit. Yeah. yeah. So make like, room for the rage. There's open seating and then there's like balcony and whatever. Right. <clears throat> and so you're obviously getting main floor. There's no seats. There's no like – you just move around. You just if, – if I'm next to some douchebag that I don't want to be next to, I go over here. I'm cool. I wouldn't. I can't go to a concert to where it's like there's seating. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I don't think I've ever sat in pavilion at Pine Knob, and I will still call it Pine Knob till the day I die. I Sorry. call it Pine Knob too. It's Pine Knob. Um, like, I have sat in the pavilion, but only to. because like I get it. Like I understand the the whole. Um, I've I been don't out buy to, pavilion seats. No, I've been given tickets with pavilion. You know what? I, I always b- choose long. I have sat it at, out at the um um. What the hell? Meadowbrook? Not Meadowbrook. It's the other one. The the one in Sterling Heights. You know what I'm talking about. We're talking about the Michigan Lottery. Michigan yeah. Lottery yeah. Theater. Amphitheater. Yeah. yeah, I've bought tickets down there. Yeah, and same. so it's very similar to Pine Knob. You know, it's like yep. just smaller. And so, yeah, you want to see your band up close and stuff like that. But it just doesn't feel the same. There's all those seats and you're like, eh, it's music. I want to dance. I want to like And move. that's what you. that's why I always get I want to get closer. Because usually <laughs> when I get seats, I'm like, eh, I kind of want to like get up and walk around or dance exactly. or like mingle with people because I have other friends that are there and they're like on the lawn. So it's like I feel stupid being in the pavilion. So, yeah, I mean, I, I always get lawn. But like I went to one last year and it was like um, I think it was Lauren Hill. Which I was like, oh when my I, god, that was the worst show! It was the worst show. So okay, so the funny thing we is, appa- we apparently go to the same. We go show. to the same shit. Yeah, we're about to. Be, are we? Did we <laughs> just become best friends? What did you do, karate in the garage? Um. So like, okay, so it was the worst show. But the thing is that when we bought the tickets, because it was like Lauren Hill, it was supposed to be SZA. Okay, Who? Lauren Hill. Never it's heard like of SZA. SZA. Yeah. Um, she had a really big song last year about being the other woman. She has I was a like, is lot that... of really good songs. She does. But I, I really mean, for like SZA, somebody who doesn't yeah. know. I'm like, I'm like, SZA, is that the f- the first female member of Wu-Tang? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what I would have guessed. <laughs> so it was like SZA. It was Lauren Hill doing the entire album of Miseducation of Lauren Hill. But she didn't do well, it Well, no, right, that's the thing. It was, yeah. it, was, it was only $25 for tickets. And it was like Busta Rhymes and Santa Gold, who I fucking love. So I was yes. like, I'll go for Santa Gold. Right. I'll go for, you know, these other people. I already told my cousin when we bought the tickets, I was like, Lauren Hill's not going to show up. And if she is, she's going to go on for like two songs and then diva out of there because she's going to show up like an hour late. And they have a noise ordinance. They have to be done at like 1101 yeah. or whatever is like when right. they have to. And first of all, Busta Rhymes went out. The SZA didn't even show up. She wasn't right. even on it. They that was false advertising because yeah. when I asked about it, they were like, "Oh, she's part of the tour, but she's not on this part I, of the tour." I was gonna say I didn't know that she was supposed she was to, supposed to I'm be glad there. because I would be even more upset than I already am. Right, Santa Gold, <laughs> Santa Gold, who I love, was fantastic. She was she, did she was phenomenal. really gold. Yes, a really gold. She was really she good. She was really gold. Yes. Um, and I love Santa. Gold. She's made of pure gold. And then Buster Rhymes gets out there, and the best part about the entire thing is that he forgot the lyrics to to his own songs. Well, it he didn't know when to come in on his songs. Whoops, it is. He was getting mad at the pe- at the audience because. Because we were like we weren't oh, singing or whatever, dude. And then not our fault. <laughs> and then he took his mic at the end, and like every sound guy in the world was probably cringing because at the end he just fucking flung the mic across the room. Bust a bust. And you could hear it like you know pop, and I was yeah. like, oh you know, man, you know who drops so mics? Dick who? move. People who don't buy mics. Yeah, people who right. don't buy mics. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't have to pay for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> or have enough money to buy a million fucking right, mics. Right. Mic yeah. So at one point though, he actually called the audience motherfuckers. Yeah, he yeah. did. And. And we, and we were quite offended. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
absolutely. I was like, this is fucking stupid. And Everybody then, has a and bad then Lauren night. Hill went on. She's saying maybe, and she was phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. She's an amazing singer. She sang like two songs. This and one. Then, this one loves to sing Lauren I do. Hill <laughs> I do at love karaoke. Sing Lauren. Now, a, and she kills it too. No you. doubt. No. You fucking you. kill it, girl. Love your. No, Lauren every Hill. time I hear a Lauren song, or Lauren Hill song come on, I change the channel. Okay, so she's made me that upset. Ooh, I, that's the thing. Is she pissed bitter. me off too? Yeah. <laughs> so at like eleven oh one, mid song, they just cut her off. Because yeah, they have to. They right. just cut her off. So I was like, okay, she's saying like two and a half songs, maybe. Stop building these amphitheaters in the middle of subdivisions, right? Like where there's noise ordinance rules. People want How to go. How about be a professional and show up on time? That's true too, but right? Still, it was supposed to start at ten o'clock, yeah. or no, nine o'clock, Listen, and my... she came on at like nine fifty or ten fifteen or whatever. Back in my day, when kids didn't run on the grass, yeah. we used to party until one o'clock, dude. I remember seeing shows that went till two, three a.m. I went to an because... ICP concert that was all <laughs> ages. They had little like five-year-old juggalos yeah. hanging out. You what the fuck? Go all night. I remember. It's like out. I remember the nineties, the wild time. It was. I remember when Pine Knob did not have a noise ordinance. Why did you build subdivisions all around Pine Knob? It doesn't make sense. It was oh, a great man. place to go see a concert and party till midnight, one o'clock, two o'clock, whatever. Now it's like, oh, sorry, we got to shut the show off at eleven o'clock. Terrible concert. We call it DTE. Whatever. <laughs> <sighs> Have we exhausted all of our <laughs> topics, ladies? This was fun. I, I hope so, because I got to get us, us up and running. All right, okay. so who's got to go? I was going to say, we should be wrapping yep, up. We're wrapping up right we now. We should. Yep. Nicole, it was such a pleasure to have Thanks you on. Thanks for coming on. Thank yeah, you. We're going to get Sarah in here in a couple of weeks, and we're going to have the girls from yes. the Homance Chronicles Check them out. in full effect on here. Yeah, listen to them. Which, I'm not going to lie, it still makes me laugh. I love that you guys came in here and did yeah. a free podcast day yep. and then just went off and did your They're shit. They're like, fuck this, yeah. we can do this no, by I was ourselves like, I was like, free. I was like, that's why I love what I've, I've, I have. I've loved watching, watching what you guys do. I'm like, holy shit, that's fucking amazing. You Mutual guys are great. respect. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. I mean – if you can own it and do it yourself, why not? Right, yeah. exactly. Just Run that it. shit. Well, come on back with your friend Sarah in a couple of weeks, and we uh, you're welcome on here anytime. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, the rest of you, keep checking us out. Keep yeah. checking out. Uh, Be part of it. Yeah, check out the Home Man's Chronicles, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Hi, guys. I'm Lauren. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Tales from the Bar Side. Tune in next week, and make sure you check us out on Facebook at Tales from the Bar Side.